Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. Welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Oscar, Cash, and Lulu enjoy the stories. They shared some pretty incredible drawings the other day. Great stuff, you three. I think if you were all in the stories, you would be a team of dungeon crashers who work to clear out old dungeons and castles of ghosts and monsters and all things creepy. Thanks for listening, Oscar, Cash, and Lulu. And Marin Gerda shared a great idea about what Stella's curse should be. Thanks for that idea, Marin. I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a curse lifter who had the magical powers to lift curses and people would come from all around seeking your help. Thanks for listening, Marin. Today's episode was written with the help of two very real listeners, Milo and June. They shared some amazing ideas, and I'm glad to be a part of their story. Today's episode is titled, Maxo Strikes. The island of Hampshire was a lot like the valley, except without all the cave trolls and heroes. Nothing much happened on Hampshire. It's a sleepy little island with few dangers and not much to do. In spite of their safety on Hampshire Island, siblings Milo and June spent most days training. I bet you can't do this, said Milo. He leaped up onto a huge rock and jumped off, doing a double backflip before landing. Yeah, well, I bet you can't do this, said June. She pointed a small crooked wand at the rock and zapped it with a purple beam of light. The rock changed color from gray to bright purple. Milo was confused at what June had done. He went up and poked the rock. It was squishy. He leaned down and smelled it. It smelled sweet. Did you turn the rock into a giant gummy snack? asked Milo. Yep, answered June. The two continued trying to one-up each other until the peace of Hampshire was broken with the arrival of a real bad dude. A bright red dragon carrying a wizard circled above Hampshire and the villagers all gathered together. Dragons and wizards were not uncommon in these parts. They just never landed here on Hampshire. This bright red dragon swooped down near the group of residents. It did not look nice. The wizard riding on its back began yelling. 
Citizens of Hampshire, I am the new Island King. My name is Maxo, and I am taking control of all the islands in this region, he said. As your new king, I am due taxes. I will return in one week, and if you have not collected enough gold and riches to appease me, I will burn this island to a crisp. The residents did not really take this threat seriously. Someone piped up and said, No thank you. What? Who said that? What do you mean, no thank you? growled the wizard. Well, I mean, no thank you, repeated the villager. We don't need a king. We're fine. Goodbye. The villagers all began to disperse when the dragon pumped its wings and lifted up into the air. It flew to some nearby buildings and flames blasted from his mouth. The villagers scattered and ran off, and a few seconds later the buildings were nothing more than piles of charred rubble. Some villagers took up arms against the wizard, brandishing bows and swords. Milo and June rushed forward, ready to finally put their daily training to good use. June revealed her magic wand and wondered if she could turn a whole dragon into a gummy snack. Before anyone could reach the wizard, he swiped his staff in an arc, and tiny black sparkles filled the air all around them like gently falling black snow. The villagers all froze, unable to move even an inch. You're no match for me, fools, he yelled. I will return in one week and you better have your taxes ready or else. Then the wizard and the red dragon flew off until they were no longer visible. A few minutes later, the sparkly black snow all floated to the ground and disappeared. The villagers were able to move again, and they began clearing the smoking rubble nearby. Well, that sparkly black freeze stuff was pretty cool, said Milo. Yeah, way cool. That guy totally froze pretty much everyone on our island, said June. How are we going to deal with a guy who can freeze all of us, said Milo. We can't fight him, he's too powerful. June agreed, but they had to do something. Well, what if we get our own dragons, suggested June. We can go to Dragon Island and see if any dragons there will help us. Yeah, maybe, said Milo, but I don't think you can go there and just check out a dragon like some kind of dragon library. Well, I don't know, said June. We should at least go and see if some of them will help us out. We have to try. Milo agreed. He wasn't sure how they were going to deal with this Maxo guy, but they were going to do something. A few days later, Milo and June arrived to Dragon Island by boat. They were met on the beach by the Dragon Island protectors. The protectors led them inland to the mountains. The dragons often laid about on the rocky cliffs of the mountains, and today was no different. They were sprawled out on the rocks like cats laying in the sun. Excuse me, dragons, began June. Our island, Hampshire, was attacked the other day by this one bright red dragon and, and a wizard, and we were wondering if you could help us. A nearby dragon piped up. What? You think this is just some dragon library where you can come check us out whenever you need us? Told you, Milo whispered, and June glared at him. Milo piped up. We just know that we can't defeat him on our own. The wizard riding him was some guy named Maxo, and he froze all of us, and, and his dragon burned down some of our buildings, and we don't... Before Milo could finish, he was interrupted by a gray dragon sitting nearby. What did you say? What was the wizard's name? 
Milo answered. Well, he said his name was Maxo, and he seemed pretty powerful, and, and his dragon was huge and, and angry, and... The gray dragon sighed heavily and said, I think I know who that is. Stay here. I'll find some dragons to help out, and then we'll leave. Oh, wow, thanks so much, said June. We're so grateful for the help. We can just head back to Hampshire and wait there. Maxo said he'd be back in a week to collect taxes or something. We're not going back to Hampshire, said the gray dragon. We're going to the valley. I'll explain on the way. The gray dragon disappeared into the mountain to find other dragons to help. Is that the gray dragon? Milo asked June. The one that lives in the valley? June realized this possibility, and a dragon laying nearby nodded. June and Milo had never met the gray dragon before, but everyone knew the stories of his adventures. Wow, he knows all those other heroes in the valley, probably, said Milo. Sure does, said June. I guess coming here was a pretty spectacular idea then, huh? Milo rolled his eyes, and soon the gray dragon emerged from the mountain, and two other dragons were following him. They were smaller dragons, but still big enough for Milo and June to ride on. The dragon that went to Milo was pitch black, with black teeth and black eyes. He was covered in spikes, except for a spot on his back where there was a saddle. The dragon that went to June was white and had a long, cone-shaped horn on her forehead. Oh my gosh, are you a unicorn dragon? June asked. Sure am, the dragon answered. Enough with the pleasantries, said Grey Dragon. Let's go. Milo and June climbed on their dragons, and they all took to the air to begin their journey to the valley. The End Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.